0: Where are the stars bright and big at night? The stars are bright and big at night. Deep in the heart of Texas. (laughs) Hopefully you guessed Texas as the answer to that riddle. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Starting Sustainability, episode 134. I am your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Yes, we are back from traveling to Texas, and I have resumed work. My maternity leave has ended, so life has been pure chaos around here. Let me tell you all about it. Let's catch up with Kaylin. So we did leave a day late because of that big Arctic blast that came through and ended up getting down to negative eight over in our neck of the woods. That night, it got really cold and we were very worried and concerned about the chickens. And I kept doing all this research by going onto Facebook chicken groups and asking like, what do we need to do? And in the end, they were like, do not put in a space heater and heat lamps because everything inside the chicken coop can catch on fire. (laughs) They're like, the chickens are little furnaces. They will be just fine. They're designed for the cold. Our specific breeds of chicken are designed for the cold. There are actually different breeds of chicken. So some are warm climate birds and cold climate birds. We have cold climate birds. They're like, this is fine. Chickens live all up in Canada and survive this stuff all the time. Like, okay, as long as the coop is sealed up, tight, eliminating any type of drafts. You don't want drafty, windy getting through there. You don't want any wetness getting in. So with the snow and that Arctic blast was rain first and then it turned to ice basically. (laughs) So we let the chickens be out there all night long. We went out in the morning and we checked on them. They were alive. They were fine. But the inside of their coop had a lot of snow inside because it was insanely windy and apparently it was not sealed up as tight as we thought we had it. We did make the call to move the chickens inside the garage because we were leaving to go to Texas for the next 10 days and it was supposed to continue to be in the negatives for the next three or four days. My nephew Finn, who lives down the road, would come up every other day and check on the chickens. So during that time he was coming to check on them, we just went ahead and moved them in the garage just to play it safe. So of course, while we were down there in Texas and everything is going against these chickens, you want a calm, safe routine environment for the chickens. So they're nice and comfortable. And that's how they lay their eggs. And with the Arctic blast and us leaving, everything completely changed. It was insanely cold. We had, they were stressed out going in and out of the garage, leaving their coop, going into a cage. They had a stranger coming to visit them. The schedule was all out of whack. (laughs) And then they lay the eggs. So I don't know. I guess we just have rebellious birds who do not want to follow the normal predictable bird routine. That's fine. We're getting eggs. So I'm super excited. It took us about a week after we got back from Texas to decipher which hen was laying the eggs. In the end, we've concluded it must be Frittata. (laughs) She's the the winner. She's the grand egg layer, Miss Frittata. Now we just need Miss Creme Brulee to take the hint and catch on and also start laying eggs. So at this rate, we're pretty much getting one egg a day, which is fine for a family of five, I guess. Now that the chickens are finally laying eggs, Channing is excited about having chickens again because before that, he was complaining quite a bit on how we're spending all this money, time, and effort on these chickens for not a single egg. So now we've got a couple of eggs. Yay! He wants to take the next step, and he wants to get ducks. (laughs) Yeah, that threw me for a loop too. Ducks? Really? Why are we getting ducks? Well, we have a pond, so we should get ducks. There's a lot more perks getting ducks I have to look into it some more. That means you get to look forward to a duck episode at some point in time in the future once I piece it together. Now, this whole conversation started originally stating that we had a great trip to Texas, so let me tell you about it, and then I went off on all these tangents. Anyways, back to Texas. We left late because of the Arctic blast, and because the weather was so cold and so crappy, and we were in a hurry on top of that, everything that we had planned out was basically foiled. And that's okay. We had planned to leave and take our time and have frequent stops because we have little kids, a four-year-old, two-year-old, and a newborn. And since we left late, and it was negative degrees outside all of our frequent stops of giving the kids a chance to run around and expel their energy they basically became very hurried stops because we were also trying to get to texas by christmas eve because we were basically robbed a day and a half of that the new to us minivan came through thank goodness we got the one that had dvd players (laughs) i grew up the youngest of eight children And I remember long road trips in a van, and it's mind-numbingly boring. And it is insanely more boring for a two-year-old and a four-year-old who cannot entertain themselves and are strapped in a five-point car seat in a harness. They can't exactly get their own snack or drink or read a book to themselves. I get to be their own personal servant and entertainment at the same time. I was quite the court jester, just trying to entertain everybody and take care of everything. Every time they dropped a toy or they're fighting over a toy or they needed a drink or they finished their drink or they spilled their drink, they dropped their drink, they dropped their blanket. My kids drop everything. I don't know if it's that they actually truly have butterfingers or they were just bored and just wanted to say, mom, 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 mom. And about 14,000 more moms after that just to have something to do because I was the entertainment. I packed a whole big box of toys and crayons, coloring books, books to read, activity books, all sorts of different things to help the time go by quickly. And after about two hours into the trip, we had gone through all of it (laughs) and then basically very heavily leaned on DVDs. I know there's this thing about limiting screen time with your little kids, but look, I was over it. <laughs> that that was a lifesaver. Speaking of this wonderful new-to-us minivan, what I did not mention in the last episode, because that hadn't happened yet, was we got the minivan two days before Thanksgiving. On Thanksgiving Day, driving it back from my sister's house, the check engine light came on. We took it to the dealership because we just bought it from the dealership, and it was a cylinder four misfire. Okay, fine and dandy. Replace the cylinder, replace the cylinder. Replace the coil and the spark plug free of charge from the dealership. Great. Thank you very much. Drove the van. Four days later, check engine light came on again. This time we took it back to the dealership and they said, oh, you need all new spark plugs. So losing our faith in the dealership, we went to a different mechanic, got all new spark plugs. turns out they had already been changed. So this was the second time they had been changed. And this is a five-year-old van. Perfect. It is now the day before the big Arctic blast when we got the van back from the... Second mechanic, we take off, we make it all the way to Texas. Great. We're down running around in Texas having a fun dandy time. It was 70 degrees. It was warm. We got clobbered by mosquitoes because those things never die down in Texas (laughs) or in Florida. It's a southern state thing. We're getting ready to head back. I think it's Thursday. Our plane was to leave on Friday. On Thursday, the check engine light comes back on for the third time. So we have to call a lot of mechanics because everybody is full and can only see us a week from now. And we need to leave the very next day. So we finally found a mechanic who could take us in. He ran the little diagnostic code, said this time it was a cylinder six misfire. Okay, well, we've already changed all the spark plugs. So it's just the coil that you have to change this time. So he changes the coil Great, wonderful. We get the van back a day late. (laughs) We load it all up. We leave way... We wanted to leave at like 8 a.m. on Friday morning. We got to leave at 3.30 in the afternoon on Friday. So again, instead of having a nice leisurely drive home where we can stop and take our time, we are rushing to get home by New Year's Eve. Two hours into the drive, the check engine light comes on for the fourth time. As of this recording, the van is in the shop again, this time at a new place, Since it is a Chrysler Pacifica van, we took it to the Chrysler dealership so they could work on it. Maybe, fingers crossed, we'll have some luck this time around. They said it's a fuel injector issue, but I'm not holding my breath anymore. I have learned a very valuable lesson. I should have stuck to my guns and gotten the Honda Odyssey that I truly wanted. I'm not bashing all Chrysler Dodge products. I'm just telling you the experience that we have had with this particular vehicle, which is the only Chrysler product that we have ever purchased and will probably never purchase again. There is one last major update to share with everybody. Last episode, I mentioned how Channing was back and forth between two different jobs We were very on the fence. We talked about it all day, all night for like a week solid, just trying to go through the pros and the cons and what was right for our family, what was right for him and his career, trying to figure it out. He ultimately decided to stay where he was at with his current company and take the promotion that they had offered, gave notice to the new company. And while we were down in Texas, the new company called him and said, we'd like to make another offer that was even better than the first offer. And then we went right back to making a pro and con list and debating back and forth about everything for another couple of days. And this time he made the decision to try the new company. Congratulations, Channing. I know it was a lot of work and a lot of stress, but we are very excited for the new chapter that is about to unfold in our lives. With this new job, he would be doing electrical design is my understanding. He would be the guy designing the electrical blueprints for new projects which means he gets to work remotely, woo woo, (laughs) which is really nice. So he will work remotely, gets to work from home. So we have to create a little office area for him. He will have to travel a couple of times a month for about one to three days is what we were told. Perfect. Marvelous. This is going to be wonderful. Work-life balance gets to be home more often. Currently, Channing wakes up at 4 a.m., And then he drives an hour to work through Indianapolis traffic, which is not safe. (laughs) There's like... Multiple accidents every single day. He's been in a couple of close calls, been in accidents as well. And then he works a 10-hour day, and then he drives an hour, hour and a half back home, depending on the evening traffic. He gets home in time to eat dinner and put the kids to bed, and then he goes straight to bed. And it's not a great work-life balance. It's really not. He comes home to eat dinner and go to sleep. We really get to hang out on the weekends, and that's about it. We are hoping with this new job that we will get a better work-life balance. That is amazing for everybody. With that said, he starts his new job next week, January 16th. He will drive 10 hours to Iowa for training, and the training will be three weeks in a row. Solid. They said, yes, you can go home on the weekends, but it's a 10-hour drive. So that kind of (laughs) sucks. He would basically drive home to go to sleep and drive back, which doesn't make any sense. That means I get to be single mom Of three, including a newborn, for the next three weeks. I already have extreme anxiety about it and it's not even here yet. It's taking a ton of planning and coordinating on our end because I also work out of town two days a week and I will need to arrange child care that normally Channing would take care of. This new job is off to a great start just like our minivan. Fingers crossed everything dies down after his training and it won't be quite this hectic. Okay, now on to the main topic of this episode, which is the annual bucket list. So this is a review of the 2022 bucket list that I did to see how I did. (laughs) Did I accomplish my goals? I have it pulled up on my phone. The very first one I had was baby number three. It was uh, multiple months of trying, but eventually we did end up getting pregnant, and little Hazley was born last month, so I can check. I did get baby number three. I'm very excited about that. The next item on my list was to start a green team at church. This stemmed from the interview that I had with Rabbi Yonatan Nero, and he was the author of Eco Bible. Well, I got it all planned out and started the initiative at the church that we were at in Franklin, and then we moved. And I'm not a huge fan of this new church. It's where my parents go. And it's a very small church. There might be 20 to 30 people on any given Sunday. I was pregnant and we were doing a lot of other things. (laughs) And excuse, 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 Kaylin, but no, it did not get done. I did not do that. The third item on my bucket list for 2022 was to get a new vehicle, new to me vehicle, that was eco or electric, some type like a hybrid which is what we wanted we really wanted that and we were looking we just the used vehicle market is very sparse and very expensive and we ran out of time trying to find some type of eco-friendly vehicle in the end we got a dud of a vehicle but i did get a new to me vehicle just wasn't what i wanted the next item was homemade birthday decorations and i put that on there because we have birthdays every single year. There are at that point in time there were four members of the family, now there are five, and I thought this is really stupid to buy birthday decorations to use them for one day and throw them away. Everything is so disposable and I bought my final set of birthday decorations and use them over and over. For everybody's birthday and that made it maybe two years but because they were paper and designed to be single use <laughs> and i forced them to be used a few more times they are falling apart and looking pretty sad i set out and i made new homemade birthday decorations that was accomplished last february so that was one of the first items that i was able to check off of my bucket list and i'm very excited that we still have them today so we have cloth like real sturdy birthday hats and a birthday banner that's made out of cloth and repurposed material that I had left over is an old tie-dyed t-shirt actually that I use and some ribbons and it looks awesome and it's very easy now whenever it's somebody's birthday we just hang those up dig the hats out and when we're done just put them all back and we have a little birthday tub that we put them in I'm very excited I can check that off my list the next item I had was no more than five brand new clothing items for myself or each kid for the whole year. Channing did not want to participate and I wasn't going to force this on him. <laughs> so I only kept track of me and the boys at that point in time because Hazley wasn't around yet. This was a bit of a struggle because I got pregnant at a, and the seasons were not aligned with the maternity clothes that I had from the two boys pregnancies. I had to get very creative, but I did make this goal. I'm very excited. The only brand new items that I bought for myself was a maternity swimsuit and three maternity t-shirts for Halloween because I wanted to decorate them and I was very excited about that. Then I received muck boots that were brand new as a gift, so I don't know if that counts. I was kind of back and forth on if that counted. And then the other one that was in the gray area, when we were down in Texas, we went to a liquidation store, which means... All of the returns from Amazon or other places like Walmart, Dollar General, or things that are now out of style that can't be sold get sent to this liquidation center. So you can go there and there's clothes and medicine and beauty products, all that stuff that is now out of season and is on extreme discount. I'd otherwise guess it would have gone to the landfill. I'm not really sure where it goes if it doesn't go to a liquidation shop. And I did get a pair of leggings there because they were five bucks and they're really cute. So I don't know if that counts, (laughs) but that would be all, all the items that I purchased for myself. Now for the boys, Colt got one size 2T white t-shirt that we had to have for a homemade costume required for my sister's 40th birthday party back in the summertime. And then Corbin's feet grew and we had to purchase some socks for him. But every single other item of clothing and shoes for my kids was pre-loved. And I'm very proud of that. Now for my daughter, Hazley, I actually only purchased two items of clothing, both pre-loved that I got at once upon a child. The first item was a dinosaur onesie with flowers. And I was really excited because I love dinosaurs and it's hard to find girl dinosaur stuff. <laughs> so I got that for her. And then the other one was a My First Christmas outfit that I got for her. But in the end less than five items which was the restriction now the rest of her wardrobe was gifted to us I did not purchase them it was gifted to us and they were all brand new and it was way more than five but that was out of my control so I don't think that really counts against me now the next item is a relationship builder with my husband this is a repeat item it's been on the list the last three years maybe four years And to be honest, I think we failed at this. Unless you count painting an entire house and basically redesigning the whole house because this house was straight out of the 70s and we're in the process of fixing it up. Maybe that counts as a relationship builder. How about building a chicken coop and raising chickens together? Does that count as a relationship builder? I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't as romantic as the relationship builders that we did in the past. But this is definitely going on the 2023 bucket list and we're going to do a much better job at this one. I also wanted to host a swap party. That did not happen at all. (laughs) Maybe I can do that this spring. I also had springtime foraging because last year around the fall is when I really started getting into foraging and learned there's a whole lot more stuff in the spring. So it made it onto the 2022 bucket list of I want to get springtime foraging in. And now that we have property, it was very easy to go foraging. You just walk around, look at plants. Every day I'd find new stuff, tons of berries, mulberries all over the place. We had wild raspberries and wild blackberries. We have cattails around our pond, which you can eat. I guess they're supposed to be kind of like a potato. Similar, It's a starch. I have not gone through the effort of digging them up. It's not the cattail itself. It's the roots that you would eat. Well, you can eat the cattail cob part, the top part, I guess. I guess it's called a cob. I'm not really sure what it's called. But you have to do it right when it's brand new before it turns brown while it's still green, which is hard to see it. And you only have a couple of days. Like when you see it, you got to grab it, do it at that point in time. I have not done that, but I did do springtime foraging and summer foraging and fall foraging. So I have definitely sharpened up my foraging skills this past year. I'm laughing at the next one I'm reading. It says grow more than lettuce and tomatoes. (laughs) Last year we did a garden and the only thing that we were able to get was lettuce and tomatoes. And this year we were able to get pumpkins and corn and bell peppers. We had a lot more going for us this year. I also have a family outing each month, and I have no idea if we did that or not. (laughs) To go to a new place and explore as a family, like a family date day, just family bonding time. I did not keep track. I know we did activities. I just don't know if we did one a month. When I put together the 2022 bucket list, we were still at the old house. So the next item on here is replace carpets because they had been they were already gross when we moved in. And then we lived there for four years between the dog and the cats and the kids. They were insanely disgusting. And we did. We did replace the carpets one week before we sold the house. (laughs) We got to enjoy the brand new carpets for one week. (laughs) And now we're at a new house with old carpets. (laughs) So I guess I should just leave that one on there for next year. The next item was to complete my audio book. That's all about living life sustainably, which I have not done a single thing for this whole year. So that one was completely neglected. After that was for Channing to become a master electrician. Yeah, in the last episode, I told you that Channing was, that day, drove up to Wisconsin to take the exam and came back. Unfortunately, he did not pass. It was close, but he did not pass. It was a very hard exam. Which it's meant to be. If you want to be a master electrician, you need to master your skill. He is going to study a little bit more and take the test again. Only a couple of items left. One of those is to travel to a new state, which we did this past year. We went up to Wisconsin as a family. We went up there for my sister Rail's 40th birthday celebration. That was very fun. And then there was, oh, this was, <laughs> it says, finish sleeve tattoo. And I was like, wait a minute, that was for Channing. I do not have a sleeve. (laughs) He is working on a sleeve. He has half of it done from his shoulder to his elbow. And he's put in a lot of, a lot of hours and a lot of money and a lot of pain to get that completed. But it is completed from his shoulder to his elbow, from his elbow down to his wrist is completely blank because he doesn't know what he wants there yet. So, I have a feeling that is going to be a repeat for the 2023 bucket list. And the very last item was only homemade cards. Buying a gift card for somebody, or just a card in general, I shouldn't say gift card, but thank you cards and get well soon cards and birthday cards, they're expensive. It's a piece of paper. They read it and then they throw it away. Maybe they keep it for a week or so and then they throw it away. But it's very expensive, and I thought, this is ridiculous. Why are we spending all this money on these? I got skills. <laughs> I have crafting skills. All of last year, every single card that I gave to anybody was from a stack of cards that I already had because I would do that when they were on sale. I'd buy a bunch of them and just keep them on hand. So I used up that pile of cards that I already had on hand. I did not purchase any new cards last year, just used them up. And then I also made cards for any occasion or special celebration that was going on, including Christmas, because I wrap all of the gifts in cloth bags, and then you need to label who the gift goes to. Previously, with paper wrapping, you would just take a sharpie marker and write to whoever on this, but it doesn't work with a cloth bag. <laughs> I had to make little gift tags, hole punch them, and tie them onto the gift for the person. That's everything for 2022. Not as full of accomplishments as previous bucket lists, mostly because a lot of things changed. I designed that list when we were at our old house and now we're at a new house and we took on a lot of new challenges. (laughs) Things that weren't even on the bucket list, like getting chickens. We were going to do that in 2023. That got sped up. (laughs) Now for the actual 2023 bucket list, I sat down and looked at it and thought about it in five minute increments here and there as I was continuously interrupted between my kids. (laughs) Because I didn't think about it until, I mean, I was on maternity leave from November through December, which is kind of when you sit down and think about this. Well, with all three kids and four to five hours of sleep every night in little one and a half, two hour section naps. (laughs) It was hard to do this. And a trip to Texas and the whole holiday hustle and bustle. and, And I was burnt out. Therefore, the list for 23 is a whole lot shorter. And that's okay because there's a handful of items on the 2022 list that weren't even accomplished. So let's go for a shorter list. Let's make it a more manageable one this time around. Now, for 2023, my goals on my bucket list are to get a greenhouse. That way we can continue the garden in the winter months. I really want to do that. I wanted to do herbs indoor in the winter time because having fresh herbs mean your food taste so much better with fresh homegrown herbs. And there's ways to do it indoor. I just didn't get around to it this winter. So I'm going to do it next year. Or I guess that's now, huh? <laughs> I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> I want to try growing some new vegetables in the garden like potatoes, wheat. I think it'd be cool to grow our own wheat, beans and a whole lot more corn and a whole lot more tomatoes because homemade spaghetti sauce and salsa is absolutely delicious. Oh, and we made tomato soup too with all of the tomatoes out of our gardens. Also delicious. But we're quickly eating them all up because when I made them, I only made like six to eight jars of each one and we've consumed them all. I would also like a root cellar, a place to store (laughs) all of our produce so it won't go bad. We desperately need to update our kitchen. It is not functional and looks horrible. That's on there. The kids' bathroom is also very outdated and goofy looking, and I want to convert it into a pirate-themed bathroom. I think that would be really fun. Our master bedroom and bathroom is also neglected, so we're going to work on updating those. I have on here to raise chickens, so let me explain that. We do have chickens. Yes, they're egg layers. They lay eggs. Then there are other chickens that you can raise called meat birds, and those take eight weeks You raise them, and at the end of eight weeks, you can butcher them and then have a bunch of chickens to eat for the rest of the year, depending on how many you raise and butcher. We want to do that this spring and summer and get into raising meat birds and having our own fresh poultry here. Apparently, I get to add on ducks to this list (laughs) because Channing is very excited about ducks. He's on quite the duck kick. Every day he comes home, he's telling me what he learned about ducks, which is great because I did all of the research for chickens. I got the books. I watched the YouTube videos. I joined the Facebook groups. I did everything that I could think of to learn about chickens, and he did none of it. He just went with whatever I told him. So if he wants ducks, I told him, it's your turn and you get to learn all about the ducks, which he has been doing, and he's finding quite an enjoyment in doing that. Oh, there's only a couple items left. One was to grow seedlings for the garden. The last two times that I had a successful garden... I went to a plant nursery and bought vegetable plants to plant in my garden. I would like to start from seed and grow seedlings. And then that turns into your plants that you then plant into the garden, which is going to save a whole lot of money. And you can get a lot more variety of things that way. You can't always find the plant's version. If you don't get the plant right like at Mother's Day, they're sold out. (laughs) So you have to get there and get it soon, which was most of the frustration that I had the first year of gardening is that everything was gone. And the very last thing on here is Santa Claus, Indiana. There is a town called Santa Claus in the state of Indiana, and we want to go there for Christmas this year. I would like to do. I think that would be really cool. I did take the time to talk to Channing about our 2023 bucket list goals. These are the ones that I had put together throughout the year that I wanted to accomplish. And when I talked to Channing, he really did not want to do the bucket list goals. He had a different take, so I'm going to share what he did because maybe the bucket list thing isn't really for you. And that's okay. This is just an alternative option. So instead of creating a bucket list, a list of all the things that you want to accomplish throughout the whole year, Channing created a list of monthly goals because these are the things that he wants to do. And he just wants to be able to look back at the end of each month and say, did I attempt to do this? (laughs) Did I make any progress? Did I start? Did I do anything? And if the answer is no, what can I do next month to make sure that I at least try or get started. Well, let me share. Maybe that will explain a little bit more. So Channing wants guitar lessons. He's been playing the guitar for the last couple of years by watching YouTube videos and teaching himself. He's at a point now where he feels like he can't really get too much more without paid lessons, and that's fine. He wants to look into guitar lessons, professional lessons, and really sit down and hunker down on guitar. And when I say that he's been doing the YouTube videos, it's maybe once every two months that he would get a chance to do that. He's very busy. Like I told you earlier, he would basically get home in time for dinner and go to bed. He would get to play guitar if we had free time on the weekend, which we usually didn't because the weekends were full of chores. That is going to be a focus of his this year. The next item is health. He has really fallen away from exercising and eating right. He's encountering some anxiety and he wants to focus on that. He doesn't need to become a super fitness model. He doesn't mean that. He just means being more aware of his health state and exercising to feel good, exercising to strengthen and endurance, eating right to feel good and doing mental health exercises to reduce anxiety. That's really what he's looking for. The next one is to finish his tattoo. (laughs) Elbow to wrist. And then the last one is learning to parent we have two very different styles of parenting. And I know that we are the only couple who encounters that. (laughs) That was sarcasm. But we do have very different views of parenting. And there have been times where he says, I'm not very good at this. I don't know what I'm doing. Instead of me telling him, do it this way, do it that way, because that just becomes nagging and frustrating. I said, well, take the time to learn how to parent. That's what I had to do. I would go on Facebook and join parenting groups. I'd watch parenting videos. I'd listen to parenting podcasts. I'd read articles in magazines like parenting magazines and kind of take the parts that I thought were helpful, beneficial to our family and implement those. And the things that I was currently doing that the article said not to do, I was like, maybe we should eliminate that. (laughs) I suggested learn to parent by picking what is simple for you. I'm already listening to all these parental podcasts. I will send you the good ones, the ones that are applicable to our scenario because our kids are two and four. Okay. They're not learning to drive. They're not trying to quit the swim team. They're not going on dates for the first time. They're not doing any of that stuff, but we can target what's appropriate for a two-year-old and a four-year-old. If we're having meltdowns, if we're having attitude issues, how do we, if we're having issues at school, how do we handle that? These are the things that I will pass on to him. And there are some dud podcasts. There are some dud books. Those I don't agree with. I'm not going to pass those on to him. I'm not going to waste his time. Just the good ones. And he agreed. Okay, if I find the good stuff, I will I will share it with him. And he agreed to at least listen to the podcast, read the article, whatever the situation may be. He then flipped the script and asked me, Kaylin, what is it that you want to do more of? And I said what do you mean he's like what do you want to do more of i said i feel like i got a lot on my plate already i don't want to do more of anything i want to do less things (laughs) it wasn't quite what he was going for but that's the answer that he got after getting a chance to thoroughly think it through what do i want more of i feel as a mom as a wife as an employee i don't get to be me i'm always in the employee role or the wife role or the mom role, or the sister role, or the daughter role. I don't just get to be Kaylin and just have my time. I'm not saying I have to leave the house and just to get me time. Then I feel guilty, and that's the problem. So how do I get to do what I want to do each month just to kind of come back to who I used to be before we got married and had kids and got our careers going? I want to work out more. Not necessarily to work out to become super fit or anything, but... I don't drink. I don't smoke. Working out is how I deal with anxiety and stressful days. Before kids, I could work out whenever I felt like it. Now, every time I bust out, say the exercise bike, I say I bust it out because it folds up against the wall. So when I open it up and I climb on, if the kids are around, they want to climb on too. They want me to go. They want to take a turn. They want me to do it. Then they get frustrated because they can't reach the pedals. They can't go as fast. They want to sit on my lap. And so now I'm not getting a workout. I am playing with my kids but I've been playing with my kids. I want to do a really hard workout, get my heart pumping and get all sweaty. And I can't do that with the kids. (laughs) Same thing with the elliptical. They want to climb on that. I tried doing an ab workout. They climb on top of me on the ground. It's like goat yoga, but with kids, they're just all over me. (laughs) So it's, it's frustrating. It's challenging. That's something that I would like to do more of is build in a workout routine that I can do at least once or twice a week just to kind of get the stress out and to have my time where I can clear all the clutter out of my mind and just think about whatever it is that I want to think about. That's how I process. The next thing that I wanted to do was more crafting. I used to be a wonderful crafter. I would make all sorts of really fun things. Whenever I dig out all of the crafting stuff now, the kids want to do it too, which is great. But now I get to do kid crafts. I don't get to do adult crafts the really cool crafts, like painting elaborate pictures, sewing big beautiful outfits together. I can't do that now because my kids want to help, which is great. I'm glad they are excited. But I want to do adult versions of crafting. That's what I want to do. I also want more time to read. I want to read more books. I checked out a book before Hazley was born. So I was like, I'm going to be at the hospital with time to kill. I'm going to be on maternity leave with all this free time that I was very naive on that. (laughs) Kid number three, I should know by now. (laughs) I thought, okay, I'll get this book. Once upon a time when I started doing these bucket lists, I would do a book a month. I'd put it on there. I'm going to read a book a month and I would keep track and I would knock them out. I would love reading books. I love getting sucked into the fantasy and just escaping reality and just being all consumed with finishing up the next chapter. I really enjoy that. Well, I checked out that book from the library. And I renewed it and I renewed it and I ran out of renewals. So I had it for eight weeks and I had to give the book back. And I wasn't even halfway through because every time I'd sit down to read the book, something would happen. A kid would need me. A kid would I'd have to feed somebody, change their diaper, burp them. I would fall asleep and take a nap. <laughs> I had errands and chores to do and run. It was, it was a challenge. So I want to build in more book reading time. And the last thing was to really develop my gun skills. And I say that because Channing is traveling now. So he is not home. That leaves me as the sole provider, the sole caregiver for my three children. And we're out in the country. Things get questionable out in the country. They really do. We have guns. That's okay. I do know how to use them. Channing showed me a long time ago. But in an emergency situation, I would really fumble. And I really want to hone in on my skills of protecting our family when Channing is not around. And becoming more consistent with using guns. So that way, in an emergency situation, I know exactly what to do and don't have to sit there and think about it. Channing has showed this to me, but it's like once a year that we'll go and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the beauty of this five acre property is that it actually came with a gun range. It really did. There's a big hill in the back that had targets. It <laughs> had a man-made gun range, which is really kind of cool. That is probably going to be our relationship builder for the year 2023. We will go out there once a month and practice with guns, honing in on our skills. That is Channing's version of a bucket list. With the bucket list, it's you either do it or you don't check it off. Once you accomplish it, you have all year to do it. And with this, it's kind of like, this is what I want to do more of. And am I doing that? Am I carving out time to do this? So it's not just check it off. It's, am I actually doing it throughout the year? This is what I want to do. It's kind of like a new year's resolution, but it's simpler, (laughs) a lot more attainable. I am aware it is the middle of January. It's not too late. You can totally still put together a bucket list. You have all year to accomplish it. You can put together a monthly reminder of whatever it is that you're wanting to do. You know, that reminds me. Some people will do a word of the year or a theme for the year. Rebel Wilson did a year of health and lost a ton of weight and got really healthy. Some people will pick a word for the year that they really want to focus on. I did this a few years ago with our church group and I picked the word embrace. I wanted to embrace Everything that year, that was the year I was pregnant with Corbin, my first kid. That was my first pregnancy. Channing was traveling and gone all the time. So instead of being sorry and sad for myself, I wanted to embrace, hey, guess what? I get to do whatever the heck I want. I can cook whatever I want for dinner. I can watch whatever TV shows I want. I got to embrace the moment. And then when Corbin came along, I embraced every single second that I could with him and got all the time in the world with him. We had just moved from Florida to Indiana, so I was embracing southern Indiana. I had never lived in the town of Franklin. I wanted to embrace the town, embrace the church, embrace the culture of where we were living and everything going on. We had new jobs, all of it. That was my word of that year. I haven't done it since. I do like it. I just transitioned and morphed on over into the bucket list system, but that is something that you can do. Pick your word and focus on that. These are all suggestions. You come up with whatever works best for you. It can be sustainability related. It can be something else completely. It is the end of the episode, which means it is time for your next challenge. Last episode, I challenged you to create your 2023 bucket list. Hopefully you have done that. And if not, do it now. (laughs) Everything that we talked about. And now for this episode's challenge, I would like for you to reflect back on how your holiday season went and how did it go in terms of sustainability? Is there anything that you could change or improve on for next year? Because now you have a whole year to get it figured out. There is an area somewhere where you can improve. Just take the time to reflect on it and figure it out and set your goals. You got it. Sustainer Nation, it has been another wonderful episode. Continue to save the world, and I will continue to pray for my sanity, and I will talk to you all again next time, January 30th. Have a great one. Bye.